Yo, what's up? This is Asian Kid Matt, and listen to Verbally Challenged. And then we'll, we'll get there when we talk yeah. about, the, about the main event. And it wasn't even actually like the, the activities in there, but like all of a sudden it just kind of ended, like all in style. Like it, they, they cut it real quick and they're like, wait a minute, why didn't... No, we'll, we'll get there when we get there. Yeah, <laughs> there's, a, there's a reason for that. And yeah, we'll, we'll, we're going to get to that. <laughs> What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Verbally Challenged. I'm Hurricane BX, and I got a special guest with me tonight. Back with me, Paul C. from Building Up To It. What's going on, man? What up, what up? How's everybody doing? Good, 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 man. Back to discuss Hell in a Cell. You know what it's about. Hell in a Cell was an event that just took place September 16th from the AT&T Center in San Antonio, Texas. I think it's the 10th Hell in a Cell pay-per-view that they've had like under that name. So, damn, that's kind of like 10 years now in the making, right? I guess it's it would be crazy. Like it's a, in general, I'm not crazy about the shows that are based around like the gimmick, man, or based around the gimmick. So this, Same. your elimination chamber, and and that kind of stuff. I I like when they have the gimmick match in another like in another branded pay per view or whatever, uh, mm-hmm. as opposed to trying to build it around because it just seems like a they're just calling it that just to call it that because yeah. like like TNA had lockdown and all the matches were in the cage and that was cool. So if all the matches in, in hell in a cell were in a cell, that'd be, I'd be fine with that. But <laughs> when like they, they call it that and they now they had two matches in the cell. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Everything else is just regular pay-per-view. Don't call it hell in a cell. As if, if, if not even half the matches are, are in the cell. <laughs> yeah. I agree with you, dude, on that. Like with the naming, <laughs> I never liked it either. Like, you know, calling the pay-per-view Hell in a Cell, like the TLC pay-per-view, the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view. Because you know what it does? Before, those type of gimmick matches were used as culminations to feuds. Yeah. You know, yeah. Saying, guys, guys in feuds for months, how do you end this? Oh, we're going to fucking go at it in Hell in the Cell, you know? And now, you know, a guy could just be starting a feud with somebody and the match is now a Hell in the Cell match because it's just happening to be the next pay-per-view coming up so that yeah. kind of sucks you know yeah and then and that in, in a sense that, that kind of happened with a couple of the of the matches on the pay-per-view where it, they weren't culminations at, at the hell in the cell pay-per-view they were just on the hell in the cell pay-per-view <laughs> yep exactly exactly the, the main event was an example of that basically um even though there was some history in that feud with uh stroman and, and roman reigns but you know this this is a renewed feud and the first match, it's a hell in a cell. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so this is exactly to your point right there. And then uh, maybe this Jeff Hardy, you know, the first match on the main card was Jeff Hardy and Randy Orton. You know, they've kind of been going at it for the past couple of months. But even still, like, I, I feel like still kind of too early for that type of thing, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it is what it is. So, uh, as usual, you know, they do the kickoff show, and there was a match on that. The SmackDown Tag Team Championships were defended. The New Day are the champions. We're defending against Rusev Day, Rusev and Aiden English. I'm going to be honest. I did not see this match. I did see it in the clips from Wrestling Reality, so shout out to those dudes that put the (laughs) the clips out a a couple of hours after the pay-per-view, and I I think they usually get taken down, you know. um, Yeah, it was actually pretty 
good match. Like, uh, this, it's, it was, especially considering it was, uh, on a, on the pre-show, like it was, it was a good pre-show match. It, it was one of those where they were like, well, let's just, let's just go for it and let's just do it. So it was actually an entertaining match and, uh, there were some cool spots in it. And, uh, and, and yeah, I, I dig it. There was only one pre-show match, which was good. So it was, mm-hmm. they were able to kind of devote a little more time to that match instead of trying to cram three pre-show matches in or something like that. <laughs> and, uh, and I think it was the, the, the match itself was better for it. Yeah, from the clips that I saw, uh, it looked like it was a pretty, pretty good match. And you know what? I actually just on that tone, I felt all the matches on the pay per view tonight were pretty solid. Like in general, like they all usually work hard, but some matches wind up being hit or miss. I wasn't happy with all the finishes, but I just felt the match quality in general tonight was very, very good. Like kind mm-hmm. of almost on par with what we get with NXT and how we gush over that. You know? Yeah, I, so. I think this was actually uh, as far as overall quality of the matches this pay-per-view was was a, a very good pay-per-view and i think it was only marred i'd say significantly by a strange by a very strange way to end out the show I and mean, then we'll, we'll get there when we talk yeah. about the about the main event and it wasn't even actually like the the activities in there but like all of a sudden it just kind of ended like all in style like it, they, they cut it real quick and like wait a minute why didn't no, we'll, we'll get there when we get there. Yeah, there's a, there's a reason for that. And yeah, we'll, we'll, we're going to get to that. <laughs> um, in the climax of this match, though, uh, Kingston hit the Trouble in Paradise on English and uh, New Day retained the SmackDown Tag Team Championship. So this is a match we could have gotten on SmackDown Live, of course. Um, you know what I'm saying? So it's something to get the, the crowd warmed up, actually, for the main show. So Yeah, and I think that, that these... Uh, unfortunately, I guess for them, these are two good teams. They 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 work their asses off and they put on very entertaining matches that that they're really good to get the crowd hyped up for for the rest of the show. And I I think well I think that they're both don't deserve to be just on the pre-show. I think they unfortunately do their job really really well as a pre-show act, so that the WWE is probably like yeah they were good in the pre-show. They got everyone hyped. Put them back in there end next time. Like I think they deserve to be on the main event. I mean, it's for the it was for the SmackDown tag titles. Like it's a title match. It shouldn't exactly. have been on the pre-show. <laughs> exactly. Um, probably figuring because uh, they had the the Raw Tag Team Championships. Even though sometimes they do it on the other pay-per-views, it doesn't matter. But uh, that's probably why they decided to split it. Um, just a quick side note on um, the follow-up to this loss by Rusev Day on SmackDown Live. Aiden English attacked Rusev. So it looks like that split is definite. And yeah, they might, you know, Aiden... Yeah, Aiden English is going to go off on his own. Do you think they're going to put a little bit of a rocket behind him and do something with him, or, or are they just going to scrub him like they have been? No, un- unfortunately, I don't think he's going to get a huge singles push, I, I, which is unfortunate, again, because I think he's he's really good as, as, a, as a, a singles wrestler, or just as a wrestler in general. Good actor, great character, mm-hmm. and I think he was a really good asset as part of Rusev Day, but I think that if kind of arguably at their at the height of their popularity like right now they're they're hugely over with the crowd but they yeah. were only on a, a pre-show so i think splitting them up and then having them go against each other is only going to get as high as a, as a pre-show unfortunately and i think it's a disservice to both rusev and to aiden english because i think they're both really really good yeah yeah and it's just unfortunate because of that it's just because of the way i mean rusev it seems like they've been hot and cold on him. Like he's yeah. he always had a good push. He was on the cusp of the main event, and it seemed like they dropped him down the ladder. And Aiden why. English was yeah weird, and and that's the thing. I was gonna bring it up. Like I feel like behind the scenes there has to be something going on because the fact that this tag team was 
so over organically you know it's like why would you not run with that and, I know. and they're just it, not it, taking advantage it doesn't make sense to me like i think that the, these guys have they would have had a lot of staying power together and i think mm-hmm. though like because they're so over with the crowd at the moment i think that like they're they're gonna still be over with the crowd even even when they're when they're feuding and mm-hmm. I have, I'm, I'm, I, I will, will bet that WWE is gonna be like, yeah, see, they needed to break him up. We need to break him up, and they English <laughs> needed that. They, we needed that to give him that heel turn, and that's yeah. what did it. When that's, that's not what's gonna do it, but, but whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I guess. We'll, we'll see what happens. I, I, I think they're they're gonna keep continuing to scrub him, but you know, I would just hope they would give him an opportunity because he's been scrubbed for so long already. Kind of like what they did with Jinder Mahal, like he was like always lost every match. And then they wound up making him WWE champion. Like I don't think they'll do that with English. Can you imagine would... English was champion? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, imagine. Um, but like I would like them to raise him at least to like a you know like maybe a mid card to upper mid card level where it's not a foregone conclusion that you know he's going to lose the match. You know, yeah, that's kind of like. Totally what it is agree. He, hopefully yeah. he's not going to be just a, a glorified jobber. Hopefully he'll actually have some some sustained uh, success on on the mid card somewhere in there. Just throw, throw him in there with. There's a bunch of good mid carders that, that that they needed to, that they need to use that he can. I mean, help for some reason. Kevin Owens is a mid carder at the moment, and like you can you can just throw him in with. with wait, is he on SmackDown now? He is right. No, no, no Owens, Owens wrong. is crap. wrong. Crap. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can have you can have uh, Aiden English have a good a good mid card run, and I think he I think he would deserve it. I don't know if he should go up against like Shinsuke for the for the for the U.S. title yet. But I no. think he, he certainly could have a good match with some other mid-carders and, and have a good run. Yeah, for sure. I agree. So I guess we'll see. We'll see what happens there. The main show started with the SmackDown match, and it was a hell in the cell between uh, Randy Orton and Jeff Hardy. You know, they've been feuding over the past couple of months. We discussed a little bit about it at uh, the SummerSlam breakdown. So this was hell in a the cell. These guys, they, 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 they worked hard. They threw a lot at each other, you know, using ladders and tables and this was Jeff Hardy's first Hell in the Cell, I believe, as well. Yeah, which is which is weird to think about, isn't it? Like, who you would have thought yeah. if anyone would have done a Hell in a Cell match? Like, you can just you talk to anybody who's just a casual fan. You think Jeff Hardy's done a Hell in a Cell? Hell yeah, of course he has. But mm-hmm. amazingly, he hadn't. <laughs> nope. Nope. So, uh, yeah, so him and Randy just at each other's throats in this one. Randy turned heel uh, recently and targeting Jeff Hardy as his first feud after the turn. So, yeah, this was a pretty, pretty, pretty hard hitting and a couple of innovative spots here. Like Jeff Hardy promised that he was going to, you know, do something that we never saw before so you know we, everybody was just assuming he's gonna do a swan song bomb off the top of the cell which I'm so is glad like he didn't <laughs> no you know it's like yeah like don't kill yourself dude man it's yeah like, dude exactly <laughs> yeah but yeah there was, um, this was a surprisingly innovative way to do it mm-hmm. like it's they they almost turned it kind of like into like a, a TLC match within the cage, which I thought was cool. I'd never really kind of seen them, the competitors go at it that way with, within there. Because to, to be honest, it's like there wasn't a lot of stuff using the the cell itself. Like there's, there's your standard, your standard kind of throw them against the cage or throw them mm-hmm. against the walls and, and do your, do some signature moves against them. But it didn't really need to be in there. But the fact that they did kind of. That they, they brought a bunch of tables out. They did a lot of ladder spots that I hadn't mm-hmm. seen before and, and doing a lot of cool different things in there. I wasn't mad at it. I thought it was actually a pretty cool way to do it. 
Yeah, yeah, and then you know that that spot with Randy and the screwdriver, like oh. <laughs> like it was just like holy shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that was pretty innovative, just because you know Jeff Hardy has those piercings and stuff, so you could do that with him. <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like who the fuck would think? It's one that? of those that like. It probably didn't hurt him at all, but it looked brutal. Like it, yeah. it, it looked like it, it made your toes curl. Like it was one of those that you, you never see that visual, and it looks gross as hell. But really smart, really smart move to do that. And uh, and that's for a kind of a it's, it's basically a, a rest hold or a headlock or something like that that uh, that's there, but but just looks way worse. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then smart. <laughs> yeah good for them <laughs> yeah that shit that was pretty innovative um looked gruesome you know what i'm saying like the you yeah. know hardy sold that really really good uh so you know he wound up uh countering that with a low blow hit a twist of fate uh you know you know placed a chair on him you know what i'm saying hit a swanton bomb didn't get the the pinfall though you know you know so it was good they did a good job the crowd was was pretty into it yeah uh, they just, the- just a swanton bomb on a chair like with a, like sandwiching a chair in between them that that's pretty uh that's pretty impressive <laughs> yep. you know what i'm saying and, and you know you know it's funny too because I, I just not to sidetrack too much but um you know I, I read a news thing that matt hardy you know retiring like you know for now due to injuries and stuff like that yeah and J- jeff was always the one that worked the the, the way more high risk style and he's still going and matt hardy is the one that's retiring like it, it just seems ironic to me it's a little weird. yeah it, it definitely is but you can kind of you you definitely can see that like that jeff is he's showing his age now like like yeah. he's, he's not the same mm-hmm. even though he still tries to do all the same moves and can um for for the most part, can do them all just slightly slower than he used to. But the fact exactly. that he does it is still really impressive. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I think, I think he just he, he needs to he needs to stop playing, man. Like the, yeah. he's doing some crazy yeah. stuff that, like, at this point in your career, you don't need to be that crazy. I know that you like being that guy, but like you can you can fight smarter at this point. You don't need to just rely on the crazy spots anymore. Exactly, exactly. And and they always say, you know, you have that bump card. There's only a, li- a limited amount of bumps you have on that. And he's taken a lot more bigger bumps than a lot of other people. So, yeah, you, you know, it's, <laughs> a, sure. it's time, you know, it's time is going to be coming very soon, you know, if he keeps it up. So And they say that, like, allegedly he's he's like fighting injured at this point. Right. So yeah. like and he just really, before he resigned, he uh, retired. He wanted to, to finally do a hell in the cell. So hopefully that's the case. Like hopefully this mm-hmm. was indeed his, like he wanted to do the hell in the cell in the, in the cell. So that's why they did it as opposed to, yeah, you're crazy. Let's put you in a, in a, in a hell in the cell match. So you can do some more crazy shit. Like yeah. hopefully that wasn't the, what, what, uh, what started this whole thing. No, I heard it was all on him. Like yeah. you, like you said, cause he, you know, he, he does realize he's coming, you know, towards the end of his career as well. Um, so, and he never did a hell in a cell match. So he definitely, uh, wanted to do that and make it memorable, you know what I'm saying? Which yeah. he did, you know what I'm saying? So he, he wound up climbing a ladder and he, and he, you know, grabbed the top of the cell. Uh, he want, he, you know, had Orton on the table. So I guess his intention was just to kind of, you know, climb the cell, you know, hang from the top and splash through him. Orton wound up, you know, moving off the table as Hardy was coming down. So Hardy just, you know, crashed and burned through the table. 
uh, you know, looked all messed up and Orton covered him. And you could tell the ref was re- reluctant to count the one, two, three, but he counted the three. So Randy Orton comes out with the victory here. So, uh, yeah, it was a good was, fucking match, man. Good it was match. a good match. And I, and I, and I like the way that this one particularly that, that, that like how they ended it, how it was mm-hmm. that Orton's like very good in character. He's like, no, you, you, I, I don't care that he's hurt. Exactly. You do your job. You you count this because I'm pinning him, and uh, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get the W. And that's exactly what happened. I thought that was very in character, and cool. Mm-hmm. Like that's 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 yep. how it should have been. This is you don't do a, a hell in a cell match, like and not expect there to be some craziness. Like that's 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 the expectation. And exactly. And they, they exactly. And and despite you know all the punishment, like Jeff took, like I'm glad. Uh, you know, even though I'm sure going through that table like he did, it, it, I mean, I'm sure it's not, you know, like a, a piece of cake, but it, it, I felt like this was a safer bump than him trying to do something like off the top of the cell or something yes, like that. Yes, so, I, I absolutely yeah. agree. It's it's kind of like he did it kind of on, on his own terms um, mm-hmm. and was able to kind of kind of be protected uh, slightly, like relatively speaking, like with, with the with the bump. I think it's a I think it's good. I think it's hilarious yeah. that that he's putting himself through the table off the top of the cage and, and like Randy rolled off the table like five <laughs> minutes ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. Sure yeah. He was safe. <laughs> <It's> like, <I'm, laughs> good. He's starting to, he's starting to climb the ladder. I'm rolling off. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He looked like, yeah, he did get off like a good two, three seconds maybe before uh, Jeff dropped. So yeah, that's, that's funny. <laughs> um, But the visual was cool because I don't think anybody's ever like hung from the top of the cell from inside the cell like that like off the top so the visual was pretty so. cool. the the, the move no. itself was it was reminiscent of like some of those ultimate x kind of kind of things that yeah the, those spots yeah. that they had they would, they would kind of climb the ropes and stuff like that or the, the rope across the top mm-hmm. and it would do shit off of that like it was reminiscent of that and so i kind of i kind of like yeah. tna had that um it was almost like that the not the elimination chamber, but they had that dome. It was like a cage, but they had the dome on the top, and people have climbed that like the same way. So yeah, That's it was true. it will yeah. It, yeah, it was reminiscent of that. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, so Orton got the win here. Um, I'm assuming the feud is over. So you know, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Uh, I hope what- so. If he is playing hurt, like I hope he now has the chance to. To, to recover appropriately, and if it, if that ultimately means he's gonna he's he's gonna retire, like and that was his last match, I'm cool with it. But I just want him to get better. I don't want him to keep <laughs> putting his body through this. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, I don't. You know, hopefully, he doesn't you know retire yet. I think he was talking about he might want to win, try or at least try to have another run with the world title or something like that. Like, and you never know with with a, a character like him. He's he's so popular. Like. You never know. They might just be like, yeah, why not? Give him the fucking title. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if he keeps his nose clean, you know what I'm saying? Which, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But overall, good match. I thought I, I, I liked the way that it ended, and I liked the way that it ended in character for, for Randy. And mm-hmm. uh, that Jeff was able to kind of go out uh, the way that he, I'm sure, wanted to go out. So so overall, cool. I'm cool with this one. It was a good one. Yeah. Is it, it was good. Isn't fucking heel Orton like great? Like they should never. I mean, not you could flip him, but it's like you need. I he far needs to prefer be heel. the heel. Yeah, he's he yeah. plays a great yeah. heel, and um, and it, it's funny. I, I've heard some other people talk about it. Just just kind of he's he's really good as a heel because like everyone always 
but wants him to do the RKO out of nowhere and all that kind of stuff. And he, he just doesn't do it. It's like, no, because that's what the fans all want. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that. I'm a heel now. So he'll just like go over and then he'll just like do other shit. Or like, like he, he put it like in this match, he put, uh, he put Jeff Hardy inside the ladder. And you think there's going to be some like huge spot off the ropes on top of the ladder to sandwich him in the ladder and all that. And it's like, no, mm-hmm. he just stomps in the ladder, which is, of course, not as exciting, but as a heel. That's outstanding. Like that's yep. exactly what you want. Like I don't, I'm not here to to impress you guys. I'm here exactly. to win this match. I, I think it's great. <laughs> and that's the real way to be a heel, not because exactly. he's not trying to be a cool heel. Like exactly. being, you know, he would hit the finisher. You know what I'm saying? If he wanted the crowd to cheer him, but if he doesn't want that, so you can't give him that. You know? Yeah, so. exactly. I think it's outstanding. Yeah, and that, and that's old school. You know what I'm saying? It, because it really is. Yeah. Because you would think, okay, like that's really the way you're gonna kind of get the fans upset and piss them off. Because if you know, because you want to see that, you paid your ticket, you know, you want to see Randy hit that RKO. And if he doesn't do it, then you're like, fuck. Especially if it's intentional, he's like, no, fuck that. I'm not giving it to you. Um, that you're gonna you're gonna pay. You know, what I'm saying for when he eventually does hit it. You know, so <laughs> that's good stuff, man. Yeah, that's right. good work. <laughs> All right, the next matchup was uh, for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Charlotte Flair defending the title against Becky Lynch. So at SummerSlam, we saw how uh, Becky turned on Charlotte uh, after Charlotte won the match. And, uh, you know, this was a kind of like a weird feud because you could tell the way they were trying to play Becky Lynch was not the direction that the fans wanted her character to go. And it seemed like they course corrected like a little bit with Becky and and made it that her anger was not at the fans but more at Charlotte like herself so um surprisingly you know I I, I dug the match they, uh, the women worked hard here and mm-hmm. uh Becky got the win uh off a spear she reversed a spear Charlotte was hitting a spear on her she was actually able to like reverse it into like a pinfall which I thought was really kind of cool and uh and I mean, you know, so that's her second reign uh, with the SmackDown Women's Championship. She was the first SmackDown Women's Championship, uh, first SmackDown Women's Champion when they did the brand split. So, um, like I said, it was a good match. Uh, yeah, they, they I thought it was really hard. Good. Yeah, yeah. They, um, we, it it felt it just felt really different. It it felt almost like it it wasn't nearly at the, the the same level of like technicality or anything like that, but um, kind of. Back in the day, there was, um, I think it was Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko. Like they, 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 they had kind of a, a really a pretty famous kind of shoot match that they did. I think it was when they were both on ECW, and it was just them trying, trying to pin the other, and everyone, it's, it's, it was all pin attempts and counters, and and then and then moves in and out, and it was a lot of back and forth. And this one had that feel, like it was a lot of back and forth. They were each trying to work. The, the, the opposite limbs so that they can mm-hmm. they can lock in their finisher so it, it was all about it was all about their submission that they were trying to lock in mm-hmm. and because of that it was just structured very differently than so many of the other women's matches as of late and then just in, in general so many other matches where it's you, you you beat up the heel beats up the beats up the face and then there there's a moment where the, the tide shifts and then and then the, it's kind of the they, they go through all their signature moves and all their finishers and then it's done like so mm-hmm. it, it wasn't as formulaic and it was much more unpredictable because really who knew who was going to win this one like I, I wanted becky lynch to win but just given what we know about about other pay-per-views coming up mm-hmm. like with evolution and and wrestlemania coming and all that and 
like there's 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 all this these like rumors that they want to do kind of a, a Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte Flair dream yeah. match and all that kind of stuff. So like you you would you would have imagined that Charlotte was going to keep the title here and was going to keep going with, with that, so they could do a title versus title at WrestleMania or something mm-hmm. like that, or or at Evolution or something like that. And so even though I wanted Becky to win, I didn't expect it. And the fact that they were doing all that that pre work in the in, in the match itself to to kind of work the limbs and extremities so they could lock in a, a submission, the mm-hmm. fact that it, it ended with a roll up was like like that's really cool. Yeah, I, I, I didn't expect it at all, and I was I was pleasantly surprised. And like usually we're, we're fairly jaded. Like we 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 know who's gonna win, and it, the 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 fun is seeing how they get there. This one, I legitimately didn't think that I was not expecting this at all. And then that the fun was that she actually won. That was yeah. cool as hell. <laughs> yeah, it made me turn my head. I was like, oh, shit. Like, whoa. Like, because again, yeah, like Charlotte just won this title a month ago at SummerSlam. So, you know, you, you never expect that, especially a character like Charlotte and yeah. the way they portray her, like she's not going to lose the title. Um, and, you know, Becky was just recently started getting back like in the spotlight. She didn't really have the spotlight on her, you know, in the past, like, you know, maybe a year or so on SmackDown live. So, right. um, you know, so like you said, the, you know, the, working the limbs, working, you know, look them both, you know, telling that story in the match that they're looking for the submission victory. And she gets a, you know, roll up pin out of nowhere. It's like, oh, it is unpredictable. And you didn't expect Becky Lynch to win this match. So I'm glad they kind of went in that direction. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I, th- I thought it was definitely really cool. And and I and I will say they've they've I don't know how much of it was WWE and how much of it is actually Becky Lynch, but like this one, it 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 feels much more satisfying than when she won it the first time. And like mm-hmm. I've, 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 li- I've always liked Becky Lynch, but I always felt that I'm like I don't know why everyone likes her as much as they do because I don't really see it in in her main roster stuff. Yeah. Um, if you look at her at her at her NXT stuff, I get it, but she never really got the right push. I think uh, once she got on the main roster because it was all it was, there was so much more about Charlotte and about Sasha and yeah. and Bailey and all that kind of stuff. Um, but. And so and so I understand the frustration that she must have actually felt um, mm-hmm. being that she was huge and the, the fans all that have followed her love her so much and appropriately so but again I, I never really felt that it was it was earned on the main roster but the work the character work she's done as of late really made this one feel earned like you could like you you they kind of brought us with her on this journey as she's trying to prove herself and get herself back up in that picture and she really was kind of scrappily getting into that main event picture again and then mm-hmm. and then it it almost did feel like Charlotte came back in out of nowhere and, and took her spotlight like you you felt that with her mm-hmm. and then when she kind of snapped and went all kind of just stone cold on the whole thing like mm-hmm. like you're like yeah you yeah fucking go Go, Becky, go! And when she actually got it, I was like, "Yeah, that's awesome!" Yeah. Like, I really, I really got into this win, and I'm really getting into her as a character now. Again, this I, I feel now is truly earned, and I think she deserves it. Those you deserve a chance. They, they, they actually they feel earned in this case. Yeah, yeah, and, and like you said, like they, they're trying to play her as the heel, but you, it's almost like you no, know, you want to be with her because that is how it seemed to be, like the way you saw it. Like she earned her title opportunity at SummerSlam, and you know Charlotte was gone for a couple of months. She just kind of comes out of nowhere, gets into the match, and then wins the match. Like you know what I'm saying? So it's like, 
what about Becky? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and everybody was feeling that. All the fans were feeling that. So, you know, all the fans were pretty much behind Becky 100%. But they yeah. were trying to portray her as the villain and Charlotte as the baby. And it's like the fans were like, nah, we're not having that. Um, yeah. And she's, so, she just, just is now that her character is just that she is just a badass. She's a badass mm-hmm. bitch now. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't care about what you say. She, I love she keeps calling Charlotte a bitch. <laughs> it just cracks yeah. me up. Yeah. It's just, it seems almost out of nowhere. And then, of course, she has, she has it. She has it with the accent. It's like, she, she sounds like she's saying bitch, which I love. For some reason, <laughs> bitch. I'm like, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And you know what? It's good. It's good that she has the edge like to her character now. Like, for some reason, just whenever you know someone that you've seen portrayed as a baby face for so long like goes heel like she had like a slight kind of like heel run in nxt but it was kind of like forgettable um you know main roster she's been baby face so now you know kind of you know adding that little edge to the character and not being so squeaky clean um it works you know i'm saying i I totally agree with you like that kind of that kind of tweener role or like it like like all the all the great greats um so you get that you're your your Stone Cold, The Rock, all that kind of stuff. They were they were never 100% heel. They were never well when they were huge. Like they weren't 100% heel. They weren't 100% face. And they were able to kind of parlay that to actually do all these things that everybody loved. And they, they were able to bring the character to life in, in a way that had more depth because of it. And I think this this is giving her the chance to do that. And I think she can really do it. And I'm and I'm and I'm very happy that uh, that she's she is doing this. And the fact that like. They're still pushing her. She didn't lose. She didn't drop the belt in the first episode back of SmackDown or anything like that. Like mm-hmm. I'm hoping that they are actually gonna keep this push because she's she is actually great as champ. And I think that this is I think Charlotte trying to chase the the belt, I think is is more it, it's it's more uh, a more engrossing storyline than Charlotte with the belt. Yeah. So I think this I think this can be cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it makes things interesting because I remember we were talking, we were like, like we said, you know, we thought they were going to keep the belt on her, give Charlotte a good run. You know, Rousey got the belt on Raw. She's going to get a monster run for the eventual Charlotte versus Rousey. And yeah, I still think and, it's going to happen. I just don't know how they're going to do it now. How they're going to. Yeah. Get, like, hopefully they, they give Becky her due. And it's not like. Yeah. Like Zack Ryder, where he got the belt for like a day. <laughs> yeah, they they gave him his WrestleMania moment, and then the, on Raw they were like, "Sorry, kid, you're done." Yeah. Um. Yeah. So as we said, uh, Lynch countered the uh, the spear from Charlotte to to Pinner, and she won the title. And then after the match, Charlotte, you know, offered a handshake, but Lynch wasn't having any of that, and she just took the belt and walked out of the arena. So. Yeah was pretty cool um you know she wasn't giving in uh at that point the new day were shown backstage celebrating their title victory uh kofi was impersonating i, I thought this was like kind of silly but you know kofi impersonated a reporter <laughs> yeah. and uh they announced that they were going to be uh defending their tag team championships against the bar at a wwe super showdown that's coming up uh early next month it's so, just a lot of a lot of pay-per-views. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that one, you know, yeah, it's a, it's a special event kind of like what they did with the Greatest Royal Rumble. You know, it's it's I think it's going to be like a stadium like event. So I think it's interesting that they're doing that cuz it's like it's almost like you're getting WrestleMania like more than once a year now, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's definitely weird cuz like it, it is the size of a WrestleMania and mm-hmm. and kind of the they they're promoting it almost as such, but 
I don't think they want to dilute the WrestleMania, the actual WrestleMania kind of branding. So like, I don't know if that anything is actually going to happen. Like that, it's it's this isn't one of their regular pay per views. So I would imagine that you're not going to get the belts changing hands and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But but like they're it, they they are promoting it as as such. Uh, so yeah. it's, it's 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 it'll be interesting. I guess is the best way to put it. Like is it going to be a real big like like the the next Saudi Arabia show? Like I'm sure they're not gonna is they're not gonna like have titles change hands that's that, which is why they're doing like they have their own belts for those yeah stuff like that yeah they, they announced that on raw too wwe crown jewel which is going to be their next event in saudi arabia i think they said in november so many pay-per-views yeah so you know just another yeah it's just another special event you know um yeah, i heard they're just getting like a, a shitload of money being thrown yeah. at them at, from the Saudis. So that's what the reason why, you know, the second time in a year that they're going back. And again, I think it's supposed to be like a stadium type show. So the only thing I think is cool is that, you know, like you're getting like guys like uh, Cedric Alexander and Buddy Murphy, like, like, you know, they're getting a title match at this show at Super Showdown. So they get to compete in front of like a large audience. And then a guy like Samoa Joe, who's had to miss the last two WrestleManias, He's going to be wrestling AJ Styles for the title at this super showdown. So it's his opportunity to basically be in a high profile match and wrestle in front of a large crowd, a WrestleMania like crowd. So I, I'm happy for the talent, like in that yeah. regard, you know? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And and I mean, just it, it, it is mind blowing that like AJ and Samoa Joe haven't had a WrestleMania match or that, that Joe hasn't had a WrestleMania match particularly, but like those two can. They they can main event WrestleMania easy. Mm-hmm. They never will because unfortunately, that's going to be a, a Roman Reigns title mm-hmm. match or something like that. But like, mm-hmm. just just the fact that they get to wrestle on a stage like that, it's 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 long overdue, and I'm really excited and really glad for them that they can do that because, man, those two can go. <laughs> so yeah. It'll it'll be good. Yeah, yeah. So that that's cool. So you know they had that promo. They're gonna be defending those belts. Uh, the next match on this show was for the Raw Tag Team Championships. The champions Drew McIntyre, Dolph Ziggler defending the titles against the Shield, Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose. So they also showed a graphic that their the Shield's gonna be taking on the team of Braun Strowman, Ziggler, and McIntyre at Super Showdown as well. So three on three matchup that I'm gonna be looking forward to there they they've kind of paired up Strowman, ziggler and mcintyre as their own kind of faction against the shield so yeah are they, are they basically gonna be called the dogs of war like that's them right yeah They're, basically okay. yeah they kind of named them that uh so yeah <laughs> uh, i think i think it's interesting it's interesting because we were talking about it the last time we discussed wwe like uh, Raw was kind of lacking kind of like top heels, so they kind of moved up Ziggler and McIntyre almost into that main event picture, and they flipped Strowman, who, you know, the fans were behind. He was pretty yeah. much top babyface, and uh, and they completely flipped him. You know, we, we thought they were flirting with the possibility of maybe doing a heel shield, but they just didn't go in that direction. So. Which is unfortunate, because I think that it's it seems almost short-sighted that they're doing this, I think, because they want to push Roman as the new Cena so bad as so to make him a face. Yeah. They then made Strowman the heel, which, exactly. which is, 
you you don't you turn Strowman heel once he loses all all this heat or once once he loses all this love from the crowd, like because he's so over, like you were saying, like just naturally, that like this is it, it seems a wasted opportunity. Like they, they could have, man, like a heel shield with 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 them, like just I think we talked about like if they did it like the undisputed era over in NXT, like that would be amazing, mm-hmm. and that's really how you get you really get Roman over that way. Like if if you make him like like Adam Cole is over there, like it's like that, that's a no brainer. Like they should, that's how you do it long term. And if you really you really want to do it long term, like like we talked about, you call up Undisputed Era to go up against uh, against uh, against the Shield when they to, to to kind of when you bring him over to the main roster. That's how you do it, and it'll be amazing feud. Yeah, there. but. No, like you, you, that you, you could only do that if you play the long game with that. Because I think mm-hmm. Undisputed Era should take an NXT for probably another year at least and really yeah. dominate. But then, but but man, how awesome would that be when you when you do that call up? But instead, yeah. they want they want to keep Roman. They want they want Roman to be face. So so they so they they turn <laughs> Braun heel, unfortunately. <laughs> um, which I think he'll he'll he's charismatic enough that he'll still stay a fan favorite. But like. I, what are you doing, man? Why? Yeah. Why? Why is it going that way? Um, but whatever. Like, it, it, if it ends up making, keeping like Dolph and and uh, and and Drew like up there, uh, kind of in that in that main event kind of space, mm-hmm. I'm cool with it because this was probably the, the this tag match was probably my favorite match on the card. I'd it say just great. from start to finish, I think was great. And the finish of this was incredible. Yes. Yes. It, it fucking was. was. It was a, uh, this is again, it was very reminiscent to, to compare to, to NXT again. This is that undisputed era versus uh, yep. like actually just all the undisputed era matches from the last, uh, from the last NXT takeover. Like mm-hmm. it was, it was very reminiscent. There, there were some spots that were reminiscent of Adam Cole and and Ricochet. Some spots of, of, uh, of I guess they would be undisputed here. So, so Roderick Strong and uh, and um, no, I can't think of his name. Crap. Kyle O'Reilly. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and, and that is a very, very like, just high action, like just just high high flying, like all, all sorts of just spot after spot after spot. It was it was really really a, a good match because man these these four guys they they can work and they can put on a hell of a match together. Yeah, yeah, this was real high level. Like when I was watching that, I was like, I was fucking impressed because I'm like, this is not usually a, a tag team match you'll see on the main roster like nowadays. Yeah, and you know, okay, Seth and Dean like are the shield and they've had some tag team like experience Dolph and drew are kind of just paired together kind of new um but these guys worked a match like they were true tag teams you know what i'm saying like so i, I wish i could call out all the spots but i remember like <laughs> one, so yeah I, re- I remember one in particular where it was like um dean's in the ring with mcintyre they're both the legal man uh ziggler kind of like ran into the ring um distracted dean which what you let basically McIntyre just like smash Dean from behind, knock him down. You know what I'm saying? And then there was, you know, then they did the classic spot, uh, you know, where Dean uh, was trying to tag uh, Seth and, but the, you know, the, they had the ref distracted. So when they made the tag, the ref didn't see it. So we forced yeah. Seth out of the ring. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just, and just besides little things like that, just like you said, the, the, the match, the spots itself, just very, very high level. And then the fucking ending, 
uh, was, was fucking crazy. dope. Yeah. Yes. Like, Seth, Seth hit the superplex off the top rope on Ziggler, but he wound up catching a Claymore from McIntyre while he was lifting Dolph up for the Falcon Arrow part of the move. And then Ziggler just, you know, rolled over and got the arm on him for the one, two, three. Like that shit. Was like it's. Dope. It was so well done, and it was it was such a smart way to do it because like it's you could only really do something like that with someone like Seth who has kind of his his famous kind of sequences that he does in all of his matches, kind of his his signature combinations and signature things that he does. So it's one of those that everybody was expecting. You do the superplex, you roll through, and then you do the Falcon Arrow. Everybody was expecting that, and then so all of a sudden to see. Drew McIntyre sneak that Claymore kick in. Like the timing had to be, this is ju- ju- again just like like Adam Cole and Ricochet, where where there was a super kick into the 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 lion salt. Like the timing had to be just so perfect to do it, and it was, and it was so unexpected. You never expect to see that that combination get broken up in the middle or yeah. something like that in that way, and then to to have him lose out of it. Like it was nuts. Like no one saw that coming. <laughs> it was it was so well done. It was so good. It was good. It was good. These guys did good work tonight. Like I love the push that Drew and Dolph are getting. Like I like Dolph seems like he's back. Like, you know what I'm saying? Cause before, like he was just losing, losing. And it's just like, yeah, if he was in a pay-per-view match, ah, he's gonna lose. If he was in a title <laughs> match, ah, he's not totally. gonna win. And and now I feel like that's been broken. You know what thank, I'm saying? That's thank God, because <laughs> yeah. he's he's so good. Like he's a he's a hell of a worker, and 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 I guess good on him for being as good as he was. That he was he was cool with being kind of the star maker, like to to, to mm-hmm. put on the hell of the match that would that would showcase how good the, his opponent was. But yeah, it just you can only do that so long before everyone just expects him to lose, just like you said. And yeah. and now that he's they they paired him up well with, with with drew mcintyre in this case now they're they're tearing through and then they're, they're showing how good they both are individually and especially as a team mm-hmm. that, that that it's it's good that they're they're finally giving him the recognition that he deserves because he is such a good worker and then one of the things that i like the most is that like it, again this is I, I would probably put this up to to, to ziggler in this case so like he 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 took that superplex and was about to take that Falcon Arrow. So it's one of those that he's already been going through a lot. It's the end of the match. Yeah. And he took that that brutal super superplex. And even though the the combination was broken up by Drew, like Dolph landed on him. It wasn't like he didn't just come up and, and spring up and pin him. Like he was yeah. he, he was still <laughs> selling that superplex. And so he was he was out. Basically, and then Drew had to take and carry him like carry uh, him. onto the ramp, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> it was so yeah. funny, and then but, but again, such a one of those things that you don't necessarily think about. Like there was a lot of that in in this whole pay per view, actually, in mm. that like they were they were selling the 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 power of the of the moves, which is something mm. that I think you, you need to do. Kind of like like it, it's just you, you that you just you just got to do that, and they, they even yeah. followed up with it on Raw the next day. In that, like, Seth and, and and Dolph ended up having a match, but they were both like, "But I just had this Hurt. brutal match at, at, yeah. at uh, in there, and so I'm still I'm still feeling all these all these injuries and all that kind of stuff." Like, that's that's how you 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 kind of keep the stakes of a pay per view like this going. Like, it's not just that okay, we reset and we go to the next to, to, to the next show after the next TV taping after the pay per view. Let's keep going. Like, you you they're they're selling these moves. 
for for more long-term things and i think that's something that hasn't always happened and i think you need to have the right talent to remember to to do mm-hmm. those kinds of things and, and so mm-hmm. these are the, the kind of guys that do that and i think it worked out really really well that uh yeah. and even in even in defeat like i i guess like Rollins still doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't look bad. He still looks strong because his move, really, like it. Just, it was just timing. Yeah, and it was just unexpected. Like because he still he still took out Dolph with that combination again. Like that. That's that's really smart. Really smart moves. Yeah, yeah. He. It's just happened to be that he just got caught. You know what yeah, I'm saying? And, and exactly. They, and it's like almost like they squeaked it out. You know what I'm saying? So it yeah. was still. It was. It was good, man. They did such a good job. Yeah, he a great and, match. Uh, yeah, and and shit like like um uh, and then like you were saying, like kind of like the way they did follow it up on Raw, um, what was it with the oh yeah, like we're just it's selling, 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 yeah. selling the injuries, like and it's all about the selling, like it's all about the selling, and I liked that they kind of with Corbin they did that storyline where he was like, look, man, after you know. The, the, those bumps you took, you know, there's no way Seth's gonna be here. So, you know, yeah. cash in your your intercontinental title rematch tonight, and if he doesn't show, you get the title, and that, and you see him selling his neck, and he's like, okay, yeah, make the match. And then, if, you know, when Seth showed up, it was like, oh fuck, and they were, you know, and they both sold. You know what I'm saying? So it was, yeah. it was really good. Yeah, the, that, that's those are two real good workers that 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 understand the business well, and so yeah. so that's 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 why that worked out so well. Yeah, so McIntyre wound up carrying Ziggler out of the arena after the match, and <laughs> they they showed Strowman in the back looking very satisfied. Uh, he had a very satisfied look on his face. Uh, Mick Foley came up to him and was wound up warning him about the dangers of uh, Hell in the Cell because this was going to be Strowman's first Hell in the Cell match as well. And uh, Strowman was confident that he was going to be taking the title tonight. So yeah. uh, all you got to do is count to three. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next matchup was for the WWE Championship. AJ Styles once again defending the title against his longtime rival, the Samoan Submission Machine, Samoa Joe. So you know what? This match started. I felt like the way the SummerSlam match should have started. You know, when, when Joe got on the mic and was talking about AJ's wife. You know, I would expect AJ would just come out like a house of fire and they didn't start the SummerSlam match like that. They started like a regular match here. You know, AJ at the bell, boom, you know, ran straight towards Samoa Joe and just pressed the attack um, yep. and showed a lot of aggression, you know. And, and again, uh, this match was very reminiscent of the match they had at SummerSlam. They very hard hitting, um, you know, they sold for each other very well with the moves. Um, you know, they showed a little bit more intensity because now, you know, it's a little bit more personal. It's the second match uh, that they're having on TV. So um, it, it was really, really good. And I was wondering because they already, I think, announced that Samoa Joe was going to be challenging um, for the title or they, they were going to have another match at the Super Showdown coming up. So I'm yeah. um, like, all right, so are they going to give Joe the title this time? Or is it going to be like another? Uh, I thought they were just going to do like another bullshit DQ, like finish as a way to kind of keep both men looking strong um, leading into that third match at this show in Australia. But now uh, the way to kind of, you know, the match was awesome. These guys could never really have a bad match. and uh, But the ending was very interesting because the camera angle that we saw, we just, you know, AJ was in caught in the coquina, uh, coquina clutch by Samoa Joe, and he wound up 
you know, pushing back, rolling through um, when Joe, you know, got on his back and he got the one, two, three. So I'm like, okay, wow, they gave AJ the win, you know. Oh, you know, Joe didn't let go of the move, his shoulders were on the mat. Um, but after the three count, we saw Joe kind of like look like he was celebrating, like he won the match. Yeah, it was really and, well done. Yeah, and he looked confused that, you know, AJ's music playing and AJ was announced as champion. And you see him getting in the ref's face like, oh, like he was motioning that AJ tapped. And I'm like, I don't know what he's talking about because I, I just saw him get pinned. And during the celebration, they showed the replay from another angle. And they showed that when AJ, you know, rolled Joe back into that pin, the ref counted one, the ref counted two. And before his hand slapped the mat for three, AJ tapped out to Samoa Joe. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? But the referee, it was out of the referee's view. The referee didn't see it. So AJ got the one, two, three and wound up retaining the title here in this match. But Samoa Joe you know, rightfully has a legitimate gripe storyline wise, you know, because he felt the tap out from AJ before the three count. So he thought he won the WWE title. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I, in theory, he, he really did win, actually, like because because AJ tapped before before that three count. Like, so he he, he made him tap. Mm -hmm. He submitted. And so it's yeah. like yeah, in, in all in all true fairness. Joe won that match. Like it's like there's there's not there shouldn't really be any questions. So I, that's why I think it's it, it it will throw a very interesting kind of wrinkle in their story. I think it, I think it's a I'm very curious to see where this all goes because I think yeah. it's it's cool because technically technically Joe won and then and then and then and then AJ he I mean he 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 lost clean he lost fair and square it just it, it it didn't it didn't look that way and the ref didn't call it that way the, the like where are they going to take this yeah. um, it's like like who knows like it's it's cool like this whole thing i think like i think joe sold it all so well like he, yeah. he, he thought that he won and then when he went they, they said he was, he was first looking he was confused then he was he was fucking furious that, <laughs> that, that that happened he was like yelling at the commentators and stuff like that yeah. <laughs> that was cool is that like he was talking to to Corey Graves, and Corey was like, "Oh yeah, I I saw that. I I saw he tapped." And then like when Joe finally like leaves, like I have no idea. I didn't see anything. <laughs> that was hilarious. Just to that that's a a great little character thing to like to show how scary Joe is. Like yeah. even the commentators, like yeah, uh huh, sure, sure, sure. He agreed with him. Yeah, even though was, what's going on? Was, didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that that camera angle, you know, the way we saw it, yeah, we didn't see it from the initial pinfall. We didn't see the tap out, and so they showed it on the replay, and they showed that AJ saw it on the replay. But you know, he kept, you know, he took the victory. The, the referee's decision is final, as they always say. Um, Paige acknowledged it in the back. There was a backstage segment where Joe was pissed off and uh, she did announce the, the rematch for the title at Super Showdown and also that there must be a winner, no DQ, no count out. But I feel like that stipulation is a little weird because it's not like uh, he got disqualified this time exactly, or something like that. Yeah. You know, the, the ref just fucked up the call. So, you know, what's, what's no DQ, no count out really like going to do for a, a fucked up call. But um, the same thing could happen exactly again. And Joe would lose again. Like it, it doesn't protect him <laughs> by any means from, from that, from that thing happening again. <laughs> exactly. So that a little silly, but, um, but an interesting way to keep the feud going, you know, AJ retains the title. So he's still champion. Um, but, you know, 
you know, Samoa Joe still deserve a re- reserve, uh, deserves a rematch. Uh, yeah, so this, this could either make him super angry and super crazy, which which is which is cool. Like uh, that'll be a great story there. Or it it could be that like is is AJ gonna be like, no, you're right. I, I I did tap. This is yours. Like like who knows how they're gonna how they're gonna play it out kind of long term. Like the part of me is like. They, because there's all these pay-per-views coming up and they keep mm-hmm. announcing matches for it. Like it's mm-hmm. one of those that like, well, that kind of takes away some of the, the steam of like, like we, we, we basically know this is only like, a, a this is a, a footnote, a, like match number two of three or something yeah. like that. We know something else coming. And like, so that, that takes away some of the excitement mm-hmm. of it, I suppose. But like, maybe that's just me being cynical. And like, if I look at it all in a vacuum as I'm probably supposed to, then, then maybe it's it, it's it won't be quite as like obvious that this is just the middle of a of, of a feud and not the ending of a feud. Like maybe it, it'll be more exciting if I try to like not look at it that way. <laughs> yeah, no, I I agree. When yeah, when they 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 do announce that, it does it almost takes away some of the you know it makes things predictable like yeah. that way. Yeah. You know? So yeah. yeah, I hear you on that. Uh, so the feud will continue. Joe got his uh, his gripe, and he's definitely got his rematch coming up. So we're gonna see what happens in that uh, third matchup between these two guys. So looking forward to that. Um, they showed Rousey, Ronda Rousey, warming up in the back for her match, and then we got a pre-match interview with the Miz and Maurice. So the next matchup was uh, the mixed tag team match between the Miz and his wife Maurice against Daniel Bryan and his wife Brie Bella. So um thought this match was good. Again, just another solid match. Everybody, you know, worked hard. I thought all the matches were solid. Um, but I thought the ending of the match was a little sloppy in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely it, was. Yeah. It um it looked up uh I guess it looked like uh Bree rolled up Maurice, but Maurice reversed it and supposedly was holding the tights and got the three count. I think that's what the announcers were saying, but the way like it looked, it just looked sloppy, like the whole the whole sequence. So it kind of just looked like Maurice got the clean pin on Bree, but they were trying to make it seem like Bree kind of got robbed. Um, and I kind of didn't see it that way. I don't know if you saw that differently. Like, did you see that any differently? Well, yeah, it 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 the whole thing was definitely sloppy, and I think because of that, like I think there was supposed to be kind of more interference involved with, with like with like the Miz and and like a, a bigger distraction that that led to Maurice ultimately getting the the roll up and, and all that kind of stuff. I think people were all just basically out of position, and it mm-hmm. made that that ending seem really weird and anticlimactic and like like what? There's one this confusing, I guess. Like that 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 so that that's what it was, but like mm-hmm. it's. It's just one of those that it's just it kind of is what it is. I, I think it's kind of dumb that they bring in the wives into it. In this case, it's sort of like a novelty. This could have been a novelty match on Raw or on yeah. uh, or something like that. On like it, it didn't need to be in a pay per view. Like let yeah. let Daniel Bryan and 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 Miz go at it like proper uh, and all that. Even though that 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 is primarily how the match was. Like they did most of the action in this mm-hmm. and in classic kind of just classic heel mixed tag team kind of antics like anytime like the, the, the like the Miz and Maurice would always just halt the momentum uh, of the match by like trying to but try switching switching out the the players yeah inappropriately I guess for the match in this case <laughs> so like but appropriately for for them in, in their character like that that's that's 
that's how it should be really like that that's exactly what you would have expected them to do and it was entertaining because of that but um but yeah like there, there was some good spots there was some good fan service spots like with the 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 dual yes kicks and, yes, and that yeah, kind of stuff course. like all, all those yeah. kind of things are always fun to see um mm-hmm. but like it's i don't know that Bree's not the greatest wrestler. Maurice is not the greatest wrestler. Like so, it, it, I think it ultimately brought the, the the potential of this match and this feud down a little bit. But it was still an entertaining match. It was, yeah, I, I agree. And it was uh, basically filler, like a, I guess an extender to the the Daniel Bryan Miz feud because they also did announce that they're gonna go one on one at Super Showdown, and they actually said the winner of that match is going to get a future WWE title opportunity. So now there's actually stakes on the line. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be interesting match. to see where they go for sure. And I think I think they needed to do something like this to keep this feud more interesting than they, than they were doing. Like, like they, this, could, this could be a huge blood feud. Like, and then they were kind of playing it off well, but the, until they brought in the wives. Like, I think like yeah. once they did that, it kind of halted the momentum of like the, the blood feud part. And then so now I think they needed to kind of put those stakes into it in order mm-hmm. to make this this feud more interesting again. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny. I don't know if I've missed it or not, but I'm like, did they ever mention anything like with the Bellas? Because like they came back and like they're competing on Raw. But then it's like, OK, Breeze on SmackDown with Daniel Bryan, too. Yeah. So it's like so. So they just got those privileges. They could go back and forth it's, between the exactly. brands like John Cena. <laughs> just say she's like John Cena. <laughs> she could be in <laughs> But she's the only like crossover like performer at the moment. It seems I don't, they haven't really they haven't really shown anyone else doing it. Which yeah. is a surprise. Like there are certainly other more deserving like competitors that should be the crossover. <laughs> yeah, Gina DeBella's got special privileges. You know, it's only been Brito. Bri- yeah. uh, Nikki hasn't done anything on SmackDown, but uh, just I kind of noticed that, and I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, it's uh, you know, it's the, the power of the uh, the reality TV show, I guess. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, well yeah, when you put it that way, and they're trying to push that, then that makes a lot more sense. So. It is. Uh, I, I do feel that is again a little bit unfortunate that that's likely why the the, the women are involved in this at all is because of of Miz and Mrs. and Total Bellas, but like, but but whatever. Yeah, it is, it is what it is. You got to yeah. promote the brand. <laughs> All right, next match, Raw Women's Championship. Champion Ronda Rousey defending against the former champion, Alexa Bliss. So uh, I dug this match. I thought, you know, the SummerSlam match was pretty much a squash. So it was good to see that Bliss got in a surprising amount of offense against Ronda Rousey. And, you know, and I, I know they were trying to, play up the storyline of the injured ribs of Ronda because she was attacked by Mickey James and Alexa, you know, on Raw. Um, but in the end, you know, Ronda would once again lock in the arm barring with the submission victory. So, uh, you know, I'm really impressed with Ronda, man. Like, you, you could tell she's green, but but her matches are very entertaining, you know? Yeah. And, and and for being so new to the business as she is, I, I feel like she's taken to it. She's taken to the theatrics, and uh, she definitely has a, a presence. Like the and the matches have have been pretty good for somebody that's pretty much a rookie. Um, uh, she's done a phenomenal job. Yeah, they they've built her up well, and she's she's doing really really well. Like it, very impressively so, um, and um, like they they. WWE is doing a good job kind of protecting her greenness and by, by still having her have all these kind of high profile matches and do all this other good stuff. But like, it's, it, 
like she doesn't have to it, it doesn't show how green she is like they they highlight and spotlight her very very well and which in, in what she can do mm-hmm. and what i like particularly about this one like this is kind of it it wasn't just her being just dominant which is what she's been doing so frequently yep mm-hmm. like this one was actually like it shows that she can sell an injury and then she yep. can, she can she can she can take bumps well and then and then and kind of do the storyline there and the, ultimately in the end it was kind of still the, the the same as as usual as you would expect when they're pushing her as as hard as they are but i was very impressed at how she was able to to kind of to to not be just the dominant force she's she's not brock lesnar this time like she's not where she just comes in and tears everything up and then and, and then wins like it's like this was actually decent and it, it helps that i'm a big fan of alexa bliss i think she's probably the she's probably my favorite um like heel uh, w- like women's wrestler because i think she's she pulls it off the best out of out of all of them and mm. um so so I'm, i guess I'm, I'm slightly biased there but like you said i was glad to see some that she was able to get some of the offense in and they they, they did a good job protecting ronda and that she didn't just lose to bliss she lost to bliss because or she didn't lose at all of course but like she wasn't um it wasn't a fairly close match to bliss because mm-hmm. bliss was just great it was that they had ambushed her in the previous episode of uh, of raw so they they they, they had hurt her, her ribs and all that kind of stuff and then they they gave her they gave alexa something to focus on and yep. they, they kept doing the rib thing and i thought that was good it was it was a good way for ronda to be a part of that story and her selling of the of that rib injury was like was was awesome like yeah it was the most realistic i've seen um and and for, for someone else like in in, in in a review that i read it like brought it up like properly so it was like because she's probably legitimately had a real rib injury <laughs> in, in UFC, so she knows how to sell it well like actually sell it like this is what it would actually be like as opposed to yeah. kind of the the, the the kayfabe rib injury um is is sold one way like this hers actually felt real like that that's yeah. legitimately couldn't wouldn't be able to do those spots anymore or it would be difficult for her to do those kinds of things and um it just shows her development as 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 a wrestler like and and yeah. and, and good on her like they they, they good the, everything about that i'm i'm not mad at anything that has had to do with ronda rousey yet so far like yeah. I, I thought i would be but i'm not actually i'm i'm pretty impressed good job <laughs> yeah i agree i agree she, uh, she's done a great job so far i, I loved the selling in the match you know I, you know i'm glad they made her look a little bit vulnerable and yeah and not making her look just like a dominant you know brock lesnar like monster because that's, um, that's then, the hardest part. I was worried about that. Like, if, like they, they've they've booked her so strong that mm-hmm. like, who's gonna beat her? Like, they've almost exactly. made it so that no one can possibly beat her. And that is, I, I was worried that that I still am, to be honest, kind of worried about that. I because I mean, other than Charlotte, who they're pushing real hard, like as mm-hmm. as the, the greatest. Like, I don't know who on the Raw roster is. Like she's so, it's gonna, I'm just so dominant. Like touch who's her. exactly? Um, like I don't think anyone really can. Um, but uh, hopefully they'll they'll figure something out. Otherwise, it could it could be kind of boring too if if Rana always wins. Like there's, there's got to be some, yeah. some some more stakes there. Yep. Yep. I agree. I agree. So the, I think that that was a good job that they did here, like making her look vulnerable. Because then it, um, you know, and Alexa Bliss did 
I think maybe once or twice throughout the match did get like a two count on her. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, like she kicked out just in the nick of time. So almost making it like believable, like, oh, she maybe she can get the win, you know, and it does open it up for the other women in the division, you know, like a Sasha Banks or a Bailey, you know, one of the more high profile ones, you know, it might make it believable like, hey, well, they could give Ronda a run for her money, you know, Ronda is beatable or you know can be beat you know what i'm saying it just gives you that possibility because you know when they pushed her you know they exactly they pushed her really hard so it kind of makes you wonder who could take her uh same thing with brock lesnar like i felt like they did that with him like they pushed him so hard that it's like you know he ran through you know reigns he ran through Strowman, and these guys were built up like monsters themselves so it's like so who who else could possibly beat this guy like nobody yeah. you know <laughs> exactly um, so, so yeah, uh, they did a good job. They're doing that, yeah. And uh, hopefully they'll be able to, to, to spin some good stories out of it. Like, I think with the whole open challenge kind of a thing that, that she's she's going to try to do on Raw and, and all that kind of okay. stuff, hopefully there will be some some cool stuff out of it. I'm I'm yeah. nervous because, again, she's all, I, I, because she is so green that, like, this could expose <laughs> a lot of that by having an open challenge. But, again, mm. if, if it's always answered by – People who are good workers that can they can give her a good match and make her still look good. It could be good. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it yeah. goes. Yeah, I thought that was kind of cute, like kind of like that little backstage segment on Raw she had, and she's like, hey, like how do you do that? Like, what do you do?" And they're like, "You just go out there and you do it." And she's like, "That's it." <laughs> like just her facials and all that. I'm like, "Man, uh, really good job, man." She's yeah, she's I'm taking- very impressed. She's yeah. she's done a lot better than I thought she would. Like it it, mm-hmm. it almost seemed like. Of course, the WWE wants to sign her because because she's the hottest thing, and and of course she's she's done with the UFC because she lost like two big profile fights in a row yeah. and all that, and she's acting now, and, and even though she's she's just okay in her movie, she does she plays that role well. I was I was nervous, but she's ta- she's really taken to this well, like mm-hmm. for having for skipping developmental all that kind of stuff. Like I'm mm-hmm. I'm super impressed, and basically every every big match she does like. There's there's a new a new aspect to her character that that's exposed in a good way, and then she busts out a new move like she had a, that gut wrench power bomb was pretty good. Yeah, I was pretty yeah. impressed. Granted, Alexa <laughs> Bliss is tiny, and so if, you, if she's gonna be able to do it to anyone, it's gonna be her. And and, she, and Alexa would make it look good. Like, but but man, that's good. She's developing. I'm I'm, I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be interesting to see see more from her. So. Uh, so that that was good. She got the submission victory over Bliss, retained the title, and uh, so we'll see who our next challenger is going to wind up being. Um, like we said, uh, they showed a replay of uh, AJ tapping out to Samoa Joe, and Joe was in the back, pissed at the referee, kind of you know running the referee down. Uh, SmackDown general manager Page came out, said Joe was at his title rematch at Super Showdown, and uh, like we said earlier, no count out, no DQ. So that brings us finally to the main event: the WWE Universal Championship match, champion Roman Reigns defending against Braun Strowman. So Strowman getting this title shot here at hell in the cell you know by cashing in his money in the bank contract so he becomes the third superstar to announce ahead of time uh that he's cashing in and instead of trying to get the surprise win uh over uh the champion so uh the first guy was rob van dam they mentioned back in 06 and he was successful against John Cena at ECW One Night Stand. I was there, got to see him win this Dude, title. In that's that's fucking awesome. I would have loved that was, there. Yeah. 
that was fucking awesome. And then uh, the second one was John Cena when CM Punk was champion, I think, during 2012. And uh, Cena didn't win the title there because uh, they had a match on Raw, but I think the big show interfered and caused a disqualification. So, uh, you know, so the title, you know, the match got thrown out. So Cena lost his opportunity there, even though Punk lost the match by disqualification. He retained the title. And uh, here, you know, uh, we mentioned it earlier. You mentioned it. The ending uh, (laughs) was a little... A little weird, especially that this match was hell in the cell. It wasn't the the ending that we were expecting to see. Yeah. But uh, these guys went at it. You know, they basically, you know, these guys have wrestled a couple of times before on, on television already. I think, uh, I think Strowman might be up on Roman, maybe four to two, like on head to head matches they've had on Raw and like pay per views. But, um, Man, these guys went at it. You know, they threw you know everything they had at each other. We, we got some interference, I believe, uh, from the Shield, right? Like uh, Ziggler, McIntyre came out, and uh, yeah. Rollins and Ambrose came out. Um, it's I, it's I funny. Like, kind of the, the sequence. It was it was it was funny, and it 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 didn't. I I I I couldn't quite put my finger on it until like I, I again i i saw in another review or, or i read about it. i forgot exactly which one but like mm-hmm. the match itself was fine it was nothing special but it was yep. it was fine they, they did some decent stuff mm-hmm. um where they, they, they did some other stuff to kind of involve the the cell and all that and mm-hmm. um and like it was i think it was a roman speared brawn through the table like in the corner and then i think that's when like like Dolph and 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 uh, and Drew came out and uh, and then Seth and and Dean came out and all that kind of stuff. But like, the funny thing is that like we were focused all on on basically them. So so like the, the whole time, for so, like twenty minutes, of this match is going on, and then entire twenty minutes, Roman and Braun are both still selling the spear. Yeah. They're, they're both like knocked out in they the ring still over. the whole time. Yeah, they <laughs> Such took a over powerful the spear. Match. <laughs> <laughs> it, knocked, it knocked them both out for 20 minutes <laughs> yeah a lot of a lot of shit that they were doing like on top of the cage and stuff and like it was uh, actually really fun and like like it, mm-hmm. was, it was really cool kind of stuff that they did i wasn't sure how they were gonna what what they were gonna do for the big because you gotta have a hell in the cell mm-hmm. big spot that big bump. I, didn't know, I, didn't know how, <laughs> I didn't know how they're gonna do it or who they were gonna do it with or anything like that and then it so it turned out like it, it, it's it's the the tag teams that are the ones that, that that take the big bump and do the big spot, which I'm cool with. Like I'm 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 totally fine with with, with how it all went down. It was entertaining to see mm-hmm. um the, the, them have their 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 antics outside of the cage trying to get in and not being able to get in, and then Dolph trying to escape and not being able to escape. So well, I guess I'll. I'll 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 go up on top of the the cell. That's that that's my, my best option. <laughs> of course, Seth follows him up, and then and then Drew comes over, and then and then so they the, the odds are no longer in Seth's favor, so they start beating him up, and then I think Dean comes up right at that point, yeah. and then and then the, the kind of evens it out again, and they they're doing all this stuff like some some fairly decent and 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 big moves uh, up on top of the cage, which is which is. It seems pedestrian, but like when you really think about it, I'm like, dude, that is they are so high up. Scary. And yeah, scary as fuck. Yeah, like the, it's it's nuts. Yeah. They're they're on just basically a, a a fence that has been thankfully now kind of rubberized, like coated in the rubber mm-hmm. to make it a little bit easier for them and more and more secure <laughs> so someone's not gonna mankind their way through the, the top Fall of the cage. 
Yeah. Yeah. That's always scary, though. That's always yeah. scary because you always think something like that could fucking. Happen. I'm I'm always that's worried, and and thankfully now that they they've 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 made it safer. Hopefully, it means that it'll never fall apart or anything like that. Like mm-hmm. I, I get nervous about that always <laughs> when they're mm-hmm. when when they're doing stuff on top there, but but thankfully they 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 everything was was fine and they it was cool moves and nobody did anything unexpectedly to to not, there was no unexpected spot that was crazy instead it was the 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 kind of planned spot with uh with uh, with, with, with yeah with, with Seth and Dolph kind of yeah. it was it was it was funny like to to see because <laughs> we knew it was coming that mm-hmm. like they both the, the double bounce off the cage and mm-hmm. there was a slight second hesitation to make sure they were in the right position and then <laughs> onto the announcer's table that were both happened to be cleared out already at this mm-hmm. point, which again, expected. And it was one of those, like you could almost kind of just see it in it, when, when, when you watch them do it, like they, they bounced them off and they kind of looked at each other, they kind of shrugged, mm-hmm. let's do it. And so they, they jumped <laughs> off onto the, the announcer's table, which it was cool. Cause the, again, you expect that spot. Un- mm-hmm. either fortunately or unfortunately so it was it was as protected as that as that bump is gonna get by the by them taking it from the middle of the of the wall of the cell even though it was yeah. still crazy like still risky as fuck and it, shit, it was higher you know? up than, than than the turnbuckle is mm-hmm. like so it was it was it was higher than the top rope but like it wasn't off the top of the cage thank god like it wasn't those spots so no no poor mm-hmm. kevin owens going off the top <laughs> Oh no mankind going off the top like oh it was yeah. it was as controlled as that can be if you're gonna have one of those spots <laughs> good i'm glad it was them and i'm glad it was it was relatively protected so so yeah. I, I was i was cool with that um yeah. but then I, I think someone talked about like again like so then one it's gotta be an awkward walk down the cage for for drew and for and for dean at the end of the match like when it was all done they're beating each other up on top of the cage and then the other stuff all happens and then the match is over and then they, they got to climb down on their own at that yeah. point. <laughs> it's like okay no more no more beating each other up because uh, the match good, is- right <laughs> the match is over right we're good okay cool <laughs> but yeah after yeah. that is when is when the the music hits and and who surprise surprise it's it's oh, Brock Lesnar comes out of out of yeah. nowhere like I wasn't expecting this at all like this is no. again they they I was totally like there there were there were no spoilers here I was I totally marked out I'm like wait a minute what what's going on yeah. here this, this this is crazy and mm-hmm. and and then it's it's funny like the the they're 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 pushing Dolph and and uh, Andrew as being these these big brutal dudes. They can't get into the cage, and so when 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 Brock wants to come in and and the ref will let him, he just kicks the door down. Which yeah, is hilarious. Yeah, he and, just kicked uh, it in. Kick the door, and then and then he used the door as a ramp to get up into the ring. Climb like, into the ring. Awesome. Man, good, good <laughs> that was great. That's that's great, Brock. It's something I've never seen before, and it's cool. Just, just, just yeah. overall, real cool to see that, and uh, it was it, what what surprised me is how excited I was to see Brock there, considering like I was like, oh, thank God he doesn't have the belt anymore. Now we can actually get it going. I'm, I'm tired of Brock having the belt, but yet mm-hmm. not. What is it like a month later? Like I'm like, yeah, there's Brock. Woo! Look at him go. <laughs> look at him. Yeah. Again, all yeah. these these things that I wasn't expecting to be excited about, I got all excited about. <laughs> 
It's true. I, I don't mind him being involved. I just it's like I don't want him to be champion because knowing that he's part-time? away all the time. Yeah. So it's yeah. like I can understand how it makes the belt more prestigious. It makes the title mean more or whatever. But I'm like, eh. Like I, I like that, you know, now that Roman's champion, we're seeing it every week on Raw. And he's already defended it a couple of times. Like way yeah. more than we've already seen Brock Lesnar defend it in the same amount of time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So and they were that's good the advantage. Just, yeah. Yeah. You know, that's the advantage of it. And, and and like you said, totally unexpected that he came out. You know, when I heard the music, I was like, holy shit, because, you know, we all know he's ramping up for, uh, you know, the fight with Daniel Cormier in UFC for early 2019. Yeah, he gets, you know, so he, I, gets he shrinks, he gets skinnier and skinnier. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but every time we see him, now that he's, he's got to go through the uh, the drug testing for the, the yeah. use of testing, he's got to get yeah. off of any performance enhancing anything. That he may or may not be on, of course, but it is interesting how that timing works out. How he's he's trimmed down like a good like fifteen twenty pounds. Instead. Exactly, he's very lean. He's very yeah. lean, you know. But so he yeah, he, he he does have a beard now in that month. He, he grew got a little real beard. fast. <laughs> yep. So it, this this was totally unexpected, you know, because I wasn't expecting to see him here anytime soon. So. He, uh, you know, kicked in the the door to the cell and uh, used it as a ramp into the ring. And he, you know, used the broken pieces of the table, um, you know, shattered earlier in the match to just beat the hell out of both Roman and Braun Strowman. And uh, and he wound up, you know, capping it off with hitting them both with F fives. Yeah, uh, no, basically. no fucks given there. He's like, fuck you, yeah. F five, fuck you, F five, yeah. on top of him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and him and paul wound up just uh leaving uh the cage and that's the way it ended like you said they kind of went off the air a little it seemed a little abruptly they went off pretty quickly after the beat down yeah and uh and the reason for that is uh, you know from the reports i read after the fact is that the fans were you know chanting bullshit they were, were not happy with the ending of the match and i think wwe knew that you know this is a hell in the cell match so it's basically no disqualifications yeah, no count anything out anything goes. goes so there must be a winner and there was not a winner in the match so it's funny because you know it's it's scripted entertainment and all that stuff but it, it's funny how much uh you know a actual one two three you know, a, a decisive winner, whether there's interference or not, you know, people want to see a winner. So the fact yeah, that and, and even yeah. worse is that like they, they basically are like, they're not following their own rules that they've basically established. And that's mm-hmm. kind of, I think what, 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 what kind of made it worse there. And I think this kind of cutting things before the crowd can boo, like to, to, to end the pay-per-view before you can see the crowd reaction. That's, that's a, that's dangerous. I don't, I don't really like, that practice. I don't know how frequently they do it if they've ever done it before, but I'm not crazy about them doing that at all because I think that is that's almost kind of like cheating your way through it. Like, oh yeah, everyone it was a great pay per view. Everyone loved it, and yeah, and then like then you miss the the, the real reaction of all the other stuff that happened it, afterwards. It, exactly, it, it is a little deceiving. They did do that last month at SummerSlam too, you know, because they kind of the reason you know they had you know, kind of Braun Strowman oh, come out. Right, yeah. You know, in the in the main event was because they knew the fans in Brooklyn were gonna crap all over the, you know, Brock and Roman. You know, so they they threw Braun out there as like, you know, hey, you know, he's gonna cash he said he's gonna cash in. So just just get through this match and, you know, don't boo. 
And, uh, you know, Roman wins. Brock took out Braun, so he couldn't cash in. And, you know, Roman won the title, and they went off quick. And, and again, the fans were booing before we actually got a chance to see it live on the pay-per-view. So it was the same deal here. And like you said, that is... You know that's you know it's kind of like a line there because yeah, I guess they they can do that to present their product in the best way possible, but you're not presenting like a genuine you know reaction to your main event. Either, yeah, which so. is it is it is. I guess I don't know if unfortunate is the right word, but it's it, and we all know it's it's all scripted, and we all know it. it we we know that all the stuff that is is like is going to happen or not going to happen, but when like. It, they they basically went during the the Randy the Randy Orton and Jeff Hardy match like he said no f- fuck you dude count 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 this pinfall because uh, it doesn't matter that he's so hurt that he can't continue like there, there's got to be a winner and then yep. the, the the same pay per view just two hours <laughs> later they're like oh no this is too much it's yeah. we, we we got we got we got to cut this match now uh it's ended a no contest or whatever like like, yeah. like what the hell is that like that's that's dumb and and like especially considering what had happened was that that, that first brock f5s he, he f5s braun and then he f5s roman on top of braun mm-hmm. like that could they could have both been broke. knocked out with yeah. in, in that pinning situation right there mankind could have just Counted the three, and then Roman would have won, and then yeah. they would have you would have had your winner. You would have still had your interference, and it would mm-hmm. have been still a controversial ending to the match. Mm-hmm. But there would have been the end, and so I think it was something that could have been resolved very easily instead of having to cut real quick because we we weren't going to have a definitive like winner. Like I think it would have gone over much better if there was the winner, and even if people didn't want. Roman to win like that that they, they could have then been like so 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 Braun cashed in his money in the bank but then they, there was this there was because of all these shady circumstances in there and then because Baron Corbin is a heel GM at the moment you could have said you know what I'm gonna give you your 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 your, your briefcase back because mm-hmm. these weren't the right the situation like there all these other things happened as we know Baron Corbin yeah. likes to to like to change the, the the stipulations in the middle when something doesn't go his way like this is a no dq match now or whatever he'll he'll add that in in the middle and restart matches like that's totally in character with all of this but instead yep. they, they 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 said nope there's no winner cut the feed like like it it just yeah. it's out of nowhere and i think it did unfortunately mar what was actually pretty fun and like not predictable not not as a predictable of a, of a of a pay-per-view like if if that had not been there i think a lot of people would have actually gone 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 away with this with a, a very positive experience and uh now you have to it's like it's yeah there's the the asterisk like it was really positive it was a really fun show except for that end or yeah. you know, like everyone when everyone is always like yeah, but there was it was a really bad show like you got you got to be like 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 Bobby Skullface talking about the Last Jedi. It's like, was it really bad, or is it just certain bad things that are making that are clouding your overall opinion on the whole thing? It was actually actually quite good. Like, there's there's always the caveat now, unfortunately, mm-hmm. with this because of the way that they ended it. Yeah, yeah, and um, and surprisingly, because they don't usually end pay per views like this. They do usually, you know, especially you know, I guess. In this era, because we're getting these shows on the on the network, you know, so we're only paying ten bucks a month as opposed to you know sixty bucks that we used to pay for these pay per views, yeah. uh, where they definitely had to give you that winner, and they do for the most part. But this 
it rarely happens for a pay-per-view and then in the main event like in general like you could kind of get away with a with a bullshit dq or or non-ending in a in a mid-card match but the main event the people definitely want to see a winner or a loser a, yeah, a definitive sure. outcome um, especially so if, it's they, for the, if it's for the belt and if it's the title. if you put it in a hell in the cell and, and all that kind of stuff it just like when when you don't have the ending and then you already have matches announced for the next for the next pay-per-view and all that kind of stuff it just lessens the stakes for for everything with this like it's it just makes it seem like it eh whatever it's not it's not important it's not an important match when really it should it should always feel like the most important match that's there like cuz you should always feel like something could really happen here this could this title could change hands like like all this stuff is 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 important in these things and uh, it really just kind of puts the wrong vibe out there and uh, just the, the 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 wrong mindset overall when it comes to these kind of things yeah yeah i agree you know so with the with the ending that they did here uh i believe stroman now becomes the fourth guy to unsuccessfully cash in money in the bank you know so yeah which is which is nuts so so now he is in the same boat as baron corbin who cashed in his money in the bank and and didn't win and and all that like it's it's that that's crazy to think that like people didn't like corbin when he when he tried to cash in and and didn't get it and so people love Strowman, and they the ton so many of them hate roman and yet now he's in the he's in the same category as as corbin like it's nuts to think about that yeah it sucks um the, the only thing the bright spot of that is that you know he didn't get pinned or anything you know the match got thrown out so you know he basically the opportunity gets wasted um basically the same way that it happened with cena when he cashed in against punk he announced it ahead of time you know and like i said you know big show interfered so the match got thrown out um damian sandow and baron corbin are the only guys to cash in and actually like lose the match like by pinfall <laughs> i forgot um, about damian sandow. you know yeah, so uh, so so they lost straight up. You know, they cashed in and lost straight up. You know, Cena and, and Strowman just you know the match got thrown out, so they didn't have the opportunity to get the one, two, three. Um, you know, so yeah, but it still kind of sucks for Strowman. And yeah. uh, so this will continue. You know, they uh, announced uh, the Shield against uh, Strowman, Ziggler, and McIntyre at Super Showdown, and then on Raw, um, we got the announcement that at WWE Crown Jewel, which is going to be their show in Saudi Arabia in November, um, Roman's going to be defending the title against Braun Strowman and Brock Lesnar in a triple threat match. So um, this, you know, the feud and this angle and everything uh, is going to be continuing over the next couple of months. So yeah. It'll it'll be, it's cool that they that they've got that they're doing that they are doing the triple threat and, and I, I kind of like that just because it, it should be a cool match to watch. Um, mm -hmm. But again, it's it's in a, like one another one. It's it's a crown jewel, so so nothing's gonna change. It's, it's not gonna be Roman's not gonna lose. He's not gonna lose the belt at crown jewel. So. Exactly. It's it, it's just it's one of those we know nothing's gonna happen there. Yeah, it's a it's a glorified like house show basically. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a really expensive house show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, you know, like you said, decent pay per view overall. Just the ending kind of you know made you feel uh kind of like a little out of whack when they end the show like that. It could definitely kind of you know turn your opinion on the show overall but you know but uh i enjoyed it for the most part i thought all the matches were pretty decent um you know uh i'm glad that the joe aj feuds continuing 
Um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, we'll see where they go with the Universal title and uh, and Ziggler and McIntyre. Like, you know, we'll just see where things go, um, you know, moving forward. But uh, I thought they, you know, everybody put in a pretty good effort here. And, uh, and for being a main roster, like I know we usually don't enjoy these as much as the NXT pay-per-views, but uh, but it, they did a pretty decent job here. I'd probably yeah, give this maybe did. three three and a half or four star, maybe. That's um, that's exactly where I would have put it too. And it's so yeah. this is now two because SummerSlam was the one before this, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's that's now two main roster WWE pay-per-views that were actually much more entertaining than expected. I still wouldn't necessarily put them over like NXT Takeover, but like mm-hmm. as far as a quality show, but like we're very entertaining and much more entertaining than i would have thought and that's that's awesome <laughs> yep good for, good for them <laughs> yep yep so uh all right so that'll wrap us up here i think uh we'll probably be covering super showdown i think that's uh the weekend i think that's taking place on october 6th so uh that's a saturday show so we'll hook up and do a show on that and then i'm yeah. not even sure what uh I know WWE's doing a regular October pay-per-view, but I don't even know what's the name of that or, or what they got planned. So, you know, that that'll be announced, I'm sure, within the next few weeks. Yeah, um, there's, you know, there's just there's so many. There's a lot, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot coming up. All in, you know, we usually do these once a month uh, that we hook up. You know, I know we did all in two weeks ago, which was kind of like a special thing. And then uh and then, you know, these special events that they're doing on the network, I think they they're cool to cover um you know what i'm saying so we could just cover those which you know gives us a little bit more frequency as far as like cooking up and discussing yeah stuff. for sure yeah as so long as looking forward to coincide it. with like tfcon or something like that <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly so uh we'll work it out and stuff so man thanks for uh once again you know coming on and uh discussing this with me and uh had a good time as always uh before we head out for tonight just uh let the people out there know where they can find you on social media yeah, it's Paul Chu on the in, in Facebook um, at, at Paul Chu One on Instagram. Um, you can also catch me on the Building Up to It podcast, uh, part of the the Cool Table Network. Um, typically airing Fridays on YouTube, and then shortly thereafter on uh, on iTunes, etc. Um, but yeah, thanks again for having me. It's always a pleasure to be on and to to, to shoot the shit on wrestling. Um, it's a uh, it helps me to appreciate what I've watched a little bit more by kind of taking a more critical look at these things. It's, 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 it's definitely cool. And I enjoy it. Yeah, man. Same here. Same here. I, I you know, knowing we do these things, it, it forces me to kind of pay a little bit more attention to what's going on. You know what I'm saying? And it makes that more fun. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. thank you for that as well. <laughs> appreciate it. All right. Thanks for hopping on. We'll see you later. Peace. All right, guys, hope you really enjoyed that. And once again, I want to thank Paul C. for hopping on once again and having a conversation here with me on Verbally Challenged. Always love talking wrestling with that dude, and I look forward to the next time we get to hook up and do that. And guys, if you enjoyed what you heard, if you want to have a conversation here with me on Verbally Challenged, you're more than welcome. Just hit me up on social media. You could find me everywhere at BX. That's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Xbox Live, and the PlayStation Network, pretty much all over social 
social media at Harrick and BX, and we'll get you on the show, all right? Guys, before we head out, some quick shout-outs. Remember to check out RealmOfCollectors.com. We're on Facebook as a group, Realm of Collectors, and we're on Instagram at Realm of Collectors. Pull up a chair to the cool table. It's a hub for like-minded podcasts, including Enter the Realm and Breaking the Mold. I host that show Mondays and Tuesdays, respectively, on the Realm of Collectors YouTube channel. The only show to watch on Saturday nights, Plastic Fanatics, the Late Night Aftercast on Victory Saber 77's YouTube channel. James, hope to see you back soon, brother. Hope all is well. Those three shows are also available in audio format on iTunes and Google Play. The rest of the shows on the cool table are Shattercast Uncut, Nerd Rage Radio, Toy Detox, Stace the Slock, Building Up to It, Fresh Communication, Beer and Bolsters 40K, and Eight Weeks. You can find the cool table on Facebook along with links to all those other great podcasts. All right, guys, that's it. That's the episode. Thank you for the download. Thank you for the stream. Thank you for listening. I really, really appreciate it. We'll be back soon soon with the next episode all right so please take care stay safe and peace out